Welcome to the Defining Leaders podcast. Defining Leaders was founded by the idea that together is better. We started as a virtual community that worked together to help develop and lift each other up, helping to boost one another's careers and make work a better place to be. We wanted to grow that community, so we decided to bring it here. I'm your host, Kristen Gupta, the connector of people. And this is Defining Leaders, where together is better. So thanks for joining us, everybody, for Defining Leaders today. Our topic of the day is find your differentiator. This is such a great topic for our self-development series. We're really focused on discovering who we are, getting that out there for other people to know, and starting our year off in 2022 very well. So we are joined today by Wendy Turwell, Sarah Deacon, Fabio Bonacquisto, I hope I got that somewhat right, uh, Katie Conley, and Rich Grobelny. So welcome, you guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about finding your differentiators today. Uh, What we talked about in our Defining Leaders group as a whole is that it's not a destination. It's often a journey. Our differentiator, what sets us apart, the core of who we are often changes as we change careers, as we become mothers, as we become fathers, as we uh, grow ourselves as persons as well. And one of, one of my favorite people that talked about this too, and I just want to call this out because she wasn't able to join us today, uh, Sandy Cleveland, it took for her a, a job loss actually to recognize the fact that she was more than what she did. So when we talk about differentiators, I really want to make sure that we're focused on ourselves as a whole being and what sets us apart, not just what we do, because what we do can change, but who we are is the core of that. And do we really know who we are beyond what we do? How often do we get trapped in the what we do every single day. So very excited about this topic and to learn from some of you in how maybe you differentiate yourself from others or uh, as Wendy, you and I talked about how you help others differentiate themselves uh, from the world around them as well, especially maybe those in transition too. So happy to hear from you guys. Talk to me about maybe what you learned as we talked in Defining Leaders today about this topic. Who'd like to go first? I'm happy to go. Go ahead, Katie. Thank you. I think um, one of the things that was uh, predominant in everyone in my group was that this is incredibly challenging for people. So I I think the first step is a like identifying what your differentiator is. um, And I would second this for myself, then being able to talk about it. um, Because I think talking about yourself can be somewhat challenging for folks. I know I'm more comfortable talking about others and questioning and asking people things. Um, So universally, that was the biggest thing that made me feel better was that a lot of people struggled with this as well. So, you know, maybe obvious, but wanted to share that. The journey of self-discovery is not easy because sometimes (laughs) it's us being vulnerable, right, Katie? So one of the things that I love about defining leaders is this aspect that you're not in this alone. So I think others hearing that from you, it can help them too, just like it helped you. Totally agree with that. Absolutely. All right. Who wants to go next? Fabio. Piggybacking off of Katie, I had a couple of individuals where 
they there was that uncomfortableness of like trying to figure out who they were as that person. And they did request to have us go beforehand so they could start to figure out what is different about them. So I noticed that when someone has an example of how that other person perceives themselves, they're able to start to compartmentalize, figure out exactly who they are. And sometimes it's that extra push. So having a session like that, I feel like I wasn't in every group, but I feel like we may have opened up some other minds out here today where they got to figure out who they are truly. And it was this amazing, amazing little project right here, just having people talk about themselves. And I think it's something that people need to do a little more often because we communicate in our brains the whole time. And if we don't verbalize it, we don't actually get to hear what we think about ourselves. We just think internally. You know, Fabio, we talked about two aspects of this. One is how often do we actually focus on who we are to ourselves? Uh, How often do we focus on who we are to others? And then what is the perspective that other people see about us? Because as we mentioned a few times in our events and in our calls, we judge others by their actions, but we judge ourselves by our intentions. But other people don't see our intentions unless we actually verbalize them. And if we're not talking to others about our whys, they might see a very different person than who we actually want them to perceive. So allowing this self-reflection, but not just that, self-reflection with explanation to others, I think was a big component of this. Because sometimes we go through self-reflection and often we focus on the negative when it's individual self-reflection and not enough on the positive. When we actually have to talk to others, we tend to focus a little bit more on the positive, which I think was a good thing about today as well. So thanks for bringing that up. That was great, Fabio. Rich, what what was something that you got out of today or what's a way that you maybe differentiate yourself from others as well? Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah. You know, um, for me, it was topics that, you know, I had to think about and uh, made me think about, uh, I think, different times in our lives. We view ourselves differently, of course. We go through life experiences, professional experiences. So how we view ourselves and how we view things, you know, last year, how we view things this year um, are is totally different. So it's an, it's kind of an evergreen process in how you view yourself. Um, you know, in my case, I feel like I need to recharge somehow my brain, my thinking um, and how I view myself because uh, my, my situation has changed working from home, losing touch with a lot of people, um, trying to reinvigorate that process. So I think uh, I think your life, your personal life has a lot to do with it too. So I think that's a lot how you view yourself into your professional life and somehow you figure out how to kind of separate those two a little bit as well. Rich, I'm really glad that you brought up what you did. Very similarly to what Katie brought up, so often we feel like we're the only ones going through this, going through this like journey of, I don't really know who I am anymore because I'm not going to an office nine to five. And I knew who I was, or at least I had a pattern. Now, like, because I don't have to be at a computer with my colleagues nine to five, and it's kind of like, I'm in my lonely space here. Who am I? What sets me apart? Like, how how would I even go to a dinner party? Because it's been a year since I've been to a a dinner party. Or how do I show up to a networking event? Because I don't actually show up to in-person networking events anymore. That, That fear that you talked about, or that, let's call it the journey versus the fear, the journey to discovering a new sense of self based on this change that's been forced upon you. 
you're not the only one going through that. And isn't it refreshing to hear that, that other people are going through it too. And let's do this together and let's learn from each other. So I appreciate you bringing that up, Rich. Thank you. Wendy, you had your hand raised a moment ago. Hi. Um, I thought it was so interesting, actually, uh, all three of your views um, about personal branding. You're one place at work. You're this person. Or you're this person on social media, right? Or you're this person with your family. But really, I think it's really important to realize that you're you're one person, you know, and you're a whole person. And it's important to not only self-reflect on who you are, but also to gain some perspective of how others see you. So a really simple thing that I would recommend is just ask some people whom, whose opinion you respect and trust. I think that's a good caveat to think about. But Ask them, you know, what three words come to mind when you see me? You know, what what do you think one of my biggest strengths is? And that just gives you a little bit of perspective of how you're coming across and how you might want to be perceived or tweak a little bit um, in the future. But uh, I, Rich, I, I thought that was really uh, brave to say, hey, you know, it's so different now working from home, I'm losing touch. So I would just say, what are some ways you can stay in touch with folks. And Kristen, you just do such an amazing job um, with these groups to kind of get everybody thinking and interacting with each other and really being challenging us to be more vulnerable and more brave. And yeah, I really do think that one of the biggest steps that we need to take before we can grow is to be vulnerable and not only recognize ourselves, but be able to be more open with others. Uh, I've been working a lot on my authenticity and being my full person this year as well. It's somewhat forced to a degree. I think some of us are in the same boat as me. I have three young children that are seven, five, and two. And my two-year-old is not in daycare. She's home with us during the day. So many of my Zoom calls, including with clients, have been with a two-year-old on my lap having a conversation or a seven-year-old saying, hi, how are you? Mom, I want to talk to them when you're done because she's imagining as if she's talking to her, her aunt. And the beauty of this is we see people as whole people in a way that we never have in the past because the world has changed. This is a silver lining that I see from the pandemic is that we see this person in their home environment with their family instead of this person is only the professional that we've experienced within their professional life. I see that as a good thing. Yes, sometimes challenging, sometimes very challenging, but a beauty at, at the same time. So Sarah, speaking of seeing a person as a whole person, the whole purpose behind your coaching practice is this, isn't it? Can you tell us a little bit about that and tell us a little bit about your insights when it comes to this topic? Yeah, sure. I really loved what Wendy said about how how we show up as different people and different places where if we do the work that she recommends, where we're actually getting to know ourselves and what other people have talked about getting looking inwards and saying, okay, who am I really without the title, without the job, without the position? Like, who am I and how do I, like, who do I want to be? Um, which is another question and sometimes what I deal with, with my clients, but the, the, who am I question I think is really important. And one of my favorite exercises, um, to do is actually to get to that, that why the depths of it, 
Um, what do I value? And, and how does that show up in my behaviors? So that in our group, we, we really talked about the importance of story, like going back into the memories that we have of when we felt like our best selves, um, our most authentic or our most us selves. And, and then re, you know, reinforcing that story and saying, okay, here's the story of me that either I, I've been telling of myself or somebody else has told about me. And here's how it translates to me at work and me at home and me alone by myself and me with my family and me with my friends and me with whoever. So I think <clears throat> getting to know who you are at the core because the similar things will show up in all those places. And then, you know, just translating those values so that they do come out in different places, I think is really um, impactful. For some reason, this makes me think of cooking. Uh, my, my husband is from India and we make a lot of curries at home. Now, the base to most of these curries that we make is olive oil, jeera, or cumin seeds turmeric, tomato, and onion. That's the base to 90, 95% of the savory curries that we make. However, the end product, once you've made it with everything else included, can appear very, very different, vastly different from what that core base is. But that base of those five pieces, that, that five components is so important to the end of that dish. How often, if we don't know our own base, if we don't know those five components of the truth of who we are, do we not fully show up as ourselves, no matter what the situation is, right? Like the end product could be uh, dal makhni. The end product could be um, like alu. uh, I can't even think of any of the names right now, but the end product could be so many different aspects in in our work life, in our home life, in our friend's life. We see different aspects of who we are, but we still have a core, that driving force behind what we do. How often do we do things that maybe aren't right for us because we don't know what that core is? Isn't that interesting? So thank you for bringing that up, Sarah. I love that. Yeah, that awareness is really the first piece that there were some uh, personality assessments and things shared at the at the end wrap up of the group that I think, you know, we do enjoy taking those. And if we really can look at those and see what is coming up or what continues to come up in, you know, in over the course of all of those different assessments, then would we start to really get a sense of of who we are? So I'm going to challenge you, our, our co-host today, but I also want to challenge our listeners as you're, as you're listening to these examples. So as Rich said, sometimes it's helpful to hear examples of others. And Fabio, you actually commented on this too. Uh, I want to challenge you to find what is one thing that differentiates yourself from others. Now, it could be something that's a part of your core. It could also be something that you do. But what is something that you can share with us today? And I know I'm asking you to be vulnerable. And for our listeners, please be vulnerable with yourself and maybe share this with somebody else or share in our comments. What's something that sets you apart from others? And that's what we'll close with today. So who'd like to go first? 
I'm working on my vulnerabilities. Yeah. So I'll go first. Awesome, Katie. Um, this actually brought up an interesting discussion too in our group. Um, but one of the things that I said, we we identified differentiators a little bit more like what have others said about you? We kind of went on that sure. line. Yeah. And I made the comment that one of the things that I get a lot of um, commentary about is that I have a strong presence and I'm incredibly poised and articulate. And those are all wonderful, lovely things. Um, but the thing that I brought up to the group was like, how do you describe presence when it's a physical thing, really? Like it's felt, not necessarily spoken. So that brought up an interesting conversation with folks around that concept. Um, and yeah, I, I, we didn't land on any answers. I'll say that, but it was definitely part of the discussion. So I do agree with that. And that is I've taken strengths finder and, um, I have command as one of my top five strengths, which is all about executive and leadership presence. You too, Wendy. Awesome. That's great. Um, so I do know that that's a piece of who I am, but I don't think I realized how much is of that is really what I bring to like the room and like everything I do. It also must have been interesting over the last two years, Katie, with the change in how we do business. Yes. Because with command, it's easy when you walk into a room because you bring that vibe. Like right. I, I really believe that when you get together in one room, you're you're mixing your vibes, you're mixing who you are together and people can literally feel it. But when you're on video, it's different, right? It's a different, yeah. you have had to, I'm sure, learn different ways to be able to utilize that strength as well. Correct. I feel like I lost a little of my secret sauce. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like when I've been in meetings and things, I was like, it is a different component to try to, and you also learn what you rely on that you don't and you do naturally versus what cannot be necessarily as easily translated in a virtual uh, format. So I don't know that I've uncovered the answer to that one either, but I completely agree with you. It's absolutely something that I noticed. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's been growth. I, I would say growth versus deflation though, because yeah. you've had to lean on some other strengths because of you that. Another way. Yeah. Otherwise you lean on that. Yeah, For absolutely. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. So, so Wendy, another command uh, strengths person, can you share with us a little bit about your differentiator? Sure. Um, uh, Katie, I appreciate you talking about command because um, sometimes people look at people who have command as a strength as not always a strength because <laughs> we suddenly are the leader or things like that. And I think um, the pandemic has actually helped us hone our other strengths, as Kristen mentioned, because we command in a different way online, right? Um, like today, I'm wearing, you know, I wanted to dress appropriately for a business meeting. So even though I'm in my living room with my picture and my and so on setup, um, I still wanted to dress as a business person. So visually, I do that for any video meeting if I'm meeting somebody. So that's one way to kind of um, still have your executive presence if, if you're on a video. But if you're not on a video, like people, like we're all looking at each other and everybody looks fabulous. But if we're not on a video, how are we going to come across? How's our tone? So our voice tone is going to be interesting to uncover when Kristen's team finished, you know, wraps up our podcast. So our tone can, can also convey command or leadership that way. So there's some different 
attributes that we're learning in, in the face of the pandemic to, to really rely on our other strengths. And I think Sarah's self-assessment question is a really good one. And I think it's also good to get the whole person looked at, you know, our inner core, as Sarah and Kristen both mentioned, but also that external perspective. So. You know, it's, it's interesting, Wendy, that you bring that up, because when we moved over to this podcast style, it's been challenging for me to understand the style and to speak to our external audience and to our to our listeners, because I'm so used to, for those of you that maybe haven't attended one of our Defining Leaders events and you're just listening in right now, most of our Defining Leaders events, people arrive and they have their camera on simply because that's a part of our culture. So I feed off of our audience quite a bit. Moving over to a podcast and having co-hosts, it's outstanding because it's much harder to do this by yourself. But feeding off of the audience is different because I have to give to our audience now instead of accept from our audience and give you what you need without you being like present in the moment, which is new to me. So it's it's gaining new strengths as I do that, just as you, Wendy, have had to gain new strengths without having that command presence. Because when you walk into a room, that vibe is felt. Now you have to lean on some of your other strengths, which again is a growth opportunity for you. It's not something that should be a crutch, right? So I love that. Thank you for bringing that up. Fabio, can you talk a little bit to what sets you apart? What's your differentiator? Stop me if I talk too much. Um, (laughs) Realistically, like when I just had a meeting with my CEO coach and we had to go through all of these questions in the business side for the training business. But when it comes to me, I've realized that I was this hidden leader my whole life. And just this past two years after being laid off, I found out that I was that leader. And I always attributed myself to being that positive person that could always spin anything from being negative to positive. I'm a people person, but it always came down to that. I am that leader on the inside. I love to help people grow. I love to bring people together. I love to grow businesses, to grow myself. And it all stems down with that leader attribute to me being a jack of all trades, because I've realized all of us have the potential. We have the potential to do anything we want. And if we take that attribute right there and start learning and doing whatever we want, we can become whatever we want. So that's how I fully embraced myself as being that leader. I go around on the internet and in person and tell people I'm a social designer. And I know there's social media and everyone attributes that to me being a social media designer, but I'm a social designer in the way that I know how to fabricate. I know how to do graphic design. I know how to do web design. And design is everything in general. Communicating with the person is design. So my attribute that I had to find through myself is that I'm a leader and it took time to figure that out. And I just had to be honest with myself. And when I think back to when I was young, elementary school, middle school, high school, I was never the person to say, I'll be the leader of this group. Oh, I'll present. I never did any of that, even though I had that feeling inside where I'm like, oh, I should probably speak up. But you sit there and you wait for a second until someone else speaks up and you're like, oh, they did it. That's why I'm not doing it. (laughs) I love that, Fabio. And I also love that you talked about a part of that journey of self-discovery is losing something. So how often in our lives, especially when it comes to differentiation, especially when it comes to self-discovery, do we stay on the hamster wheel 
of life and just the wheel keeps turning. And we don't take a minute to recognize where we are or who we are because we're so stuck on next thing, next thing, next thing. It's part of the point of putting together defining leaders, not just for you or audience, but also for myself. It's to force myself into this journey of self-discovery because sometimes, Fabio, it takes a loss of a job, a loss of a parent. Uh, one of our regular attendees lost her mom last week, and she was forced into this journey of self-discovery and family discovery as well. In our conversation last week on the pursuit of happiness, so many conversations came up of, I didn't recognize it until someone died or until I lost something. Let's not wait until that happens. Let's recognize the moment that we're in and be on that journey of self-discovery as well. Uh, as one book puts it, uh, dig your well before you're thirsty. Uh, so let's let's continue to be on this journey. And if we do face that loss, like a loss of a job, like you talked about, Fabio, utilizing it as a, as a good thing, like looking at the positives behind it, not just the negatives of, oh, shoot, now I have to go find a new job. So thank you for sharing. Uh, Rich, how about you? What sets you apart? Um, I think um, that I'm pretty genuine. I'm a good listener to people. Um, sometimes they might look at it uh, that I listen too much um, to them and may, might be judging them, but that, that's not the case. Um, um, sometimes I answer question, you know, their questions with a question. Um, sometimes it drives people crazy that way as well. Um, but they always kind of, when they do talk, they always, you know, bring up something that's more intriguing to me than possibly what they're interested in talking about. Um, I've always been a leader. Um, I've always had leader qualities. Um, so that's never been a concern of mine. It's just that I've never really acted upon those qualities in a business sense. So, um, but what, but to your point, getting what, pe- what uh, differentiates me is just basically people know I will follow up. I will do what I say I'm going to do. And I am a value and a resource and I don't waste their time, you know. Because everybody's time is money these days and everybody's busy. Everybody's wearing different hats. And uh, being that person that uh, they want to come to and see again, if they have issues they need to talk about. You know, Rich, one of the things that I love about our conversation so far is nobody has said, this is my job title. This is what I do and therefore who I am. Uh, same for you. You didn't, but it, it does remind me of who you are and what you do as well. But you are fully you within your career, but you're also for you at home because you have this sense of self. You have this sense of, I know who I am and I know what my superpower is as well. A lot of people don't have that. And I'm sure it's been a journey for you as well. Correct. Like this is not something that you maybe always knew about yourself. Um, I feel like I'm pretty aware, but it it has been a journey just how to, uh, to use it or how to how to foster it and, um, or what should I be doing with it? Am I doing enough with it? Um, you know, I'm sure I I could be doing other things, uh, probably, you know, career wise. Um, but am I, am I satisfied with who I am and what I'm doing now too? So that's has a lot to do with it as well. So, you know, before I introduce Sarah on this topic, I just want to remind our listeners that this is for you as well. So if you're listening in and you hear what Wendy and Fabio and uh, Katie and Rich have had to say about themselves, are, are you doing this self-introspection and thinking about your own superpowers or your own differentiator, what sets you apart? It could be, as we talked about taking some of those personality assessment tests, it could be working with a coach, 
I know Sarah's worked with several people on, on the discovery for this, which is why I'm plugging this here. It could be maybe attending one of our sessions and therefore learning from others what those, what those differentiators are. But go on that journey because it will help you in the next year and in your career as well to discover a little bit more of that sense of self. So Sarah, can you tell us a little bit about your own differentiator? Uh, well, similar to Katie and Wendy, um, my differentiator is very um, very clear in person. I have a very um, positive energy and a high energy. I am often smiling and I, I just have this, this passion and vibrancy that really comes through in person and is a little bit muted over video, but again, like being aware of tone and um, the, the body language on a video tone and the word choice that I make um, has helped me communicate some of that. I, I've been playing in video to, you know, get on my social media and put out there because I, I've been told and realized that that my energy and just the the personality that comes through is something that sets me apart. Um, and I, I'm also very creative, so I, I have a lot of um, lot of lot of things in the air with uh, arts, crafts, and various, uh, you know, creativity exercises. So um, I just bring that, that creativity and passion to, to many, many of the things that I do. I have to say, Sarah, you have certainly mastered the skill, whether or not you know it, of being present and bringing your presence to a Zoom call. And I say this from personal experience, I feel it when you're not on our calls. Now, not all of us are always able to make it, but I, I literally feel your lack of presence when you're not there because you bring so much positivity among our calls as well. Uh, and I just want to let you know that I value that and that you've certainly worked on this or it's just a natural shine that your, your personality is coming through as well. So thank you for your continued support of our group and for coming today as well. So I could tell you that. <laughs> thank, you so, thank you so much for telling me that. I really yeah. appreciate it. It is something I am very intentional about. <laughs> Well, it's time for us to wrap up. I just want to once again say thank you so much for joining us. I always love having co-hosts, Wendy Turwilp, Fabio Bonacquisto, Katie Connolly, Rich Grolney, and Sarah Deacon. Great conversation. I'm so excited about our future. Uh, and let's continue this journey of self-discovery next week. Thanks, you guys. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us for Defining Leaders. Where together is better. Become a part of our community where you can find out more about defining yourself as a leader. The link to join is in the show notes.